Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train Jared Freed coming to you live from the quarantine cabin on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. We're here every single day. That's right. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, not Saturday, Monday through Friday. We're here with the J Train Podcast. Uh, every single weekday, we are here for you with your quarantine comment content. And all you got to do is tell a friend. That's all you got to do. Tell a friend. Tag a bitch. Tag someone in the videos I'm posting. I'm posting videos every single day on my Instagram. I want you to tag a friend who's never listened to the show because I get it. You're out there being like, I keep telling my friends and they're like, I'm not a podcast person or I'm, I, hate, uh, I hate funny things. I, I get it. All you got to do is bring them the cheese and put it in front of them and be like, eh, if you want to eat it, you eat it. If you don't, you don't. That's tagging a bitch. Putting them in my Instagram um, comment section and then they'll find their way to the link in bio. I trust that. Some of them won't. That's okay too. But we just want to get people involved. We want to churn this motherfucker. So also YouTube. Love the YouTube crew. Keep commenting on YouTube. Just a comment helps. Any any time, all this internet stuff works by you massaging, tell you, tickling the keys. That's all you got to do, and it costs you nothing, and it does everything for me. So keep sharing the podcast. Keep letting people know. Also, on the YouTube, we did a... We did a uh, in memoriam for Wood, the guy with the huge penis. So we have a half hour extra podcast on there that you guys can all go watch. And it has special guests and it's fun and hilarious. So that's all going on. Otherwise, I am doing a virtual happy hour announcement time. I'm doing a virtual happy hour. Tickets are 10 bucks. I'm going to have special guests take your questions Invite the whole group chat. We're going to give it a shot. I'm, I'm putting a show together, and it's going to be all virtual. This is going to be all fun. We're going to have a craft cocktail. We're going to have uh, guests. We're going to answer emails. We're going to do dating app profile makeovers. So it, I think we're calling it um, – I had the name. The name is like – we called it like uh, at the beach with J-Train or some, some, something dumb like that. Listen, I'm sure by now it's all over my socials. Get your friends involved. Get a ticket. Come on in. You got nothing to do. Thursday night. Let's get a little drunk. Very excited about today's guest. Very excited. An OKP of the show. It's been way too long. Original key player. Uh, been too long. Happy to have her back. Uh, Kay Brown, thank you for coming on. What's going on? I'm super excited to be, well, here, but You're here. With You're you. here. You're, this is okay. <laughs> this is here for now. Yeah. All of you know Kay. She's hilarious and awesome, and she puts out... The best stuff, like I love watching everything you put out there because it's always well done. It's you know always, what? always, <laughs> always, it's always done right and well done. It's not like a, you know, you didn't like, you know, kind of figure out TikTok. You're like, I know fucking TikTok. So like <laughs> all of you need to go uh, follow Kay at K York City, at K York City. And she, you know, we're from Betches if you don't already Get involved. What have you been up to? How are you? Tell us. I. It's only natural to start these podcasts with a guest by asking them what their quarantine life is like. Wow. Where are you? What are you doing? How's your days? Okay. So my quarantine life, um, which I told you about this before, but I started my quarantine with a breakup, which was 
So this is <laughs> so I know your ex, but I know him through you. So I, I feel somewhat comfortable, you know, le- kind of walking through this. I'm sure yeah. like if we want to start that, I definitely want to ask you about the breakup because I think, sure. you know, uh, obviously that sucks. I'm sorry, but I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who have dealt with this in similar ways. And that's why we got to talk about it. Maybe you can, your experience can help other people, even not even kind of people always say like, Oh, what the fuck do you know, Jared? I don't know anything. I'm just happy that people can come here to commiserate and hear emails that represent their problems. So I think, you know, someone just speaking about it would be helpful. How are you feeling? Um, at first it was, I mean, it was literally day one of the quarantine. And so like I had to, it was over FaceTime and then I had to go back to work as if like nothing happened, like making jokes. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah, that was wild. So, I mean, at first, honestly, the first week was a little, um, maybe the first Is it daunting? Are there, are you looking at it being like, man, I'm stuck in the house now and it's just me. Like what, what are your first thoughts? Like, so before we get to this, I want to make sure we get all, everyone go follow K on Instagram at K York city. And then you're also doing some stuff with Betches. And I, uh, this story will lead us into one of the things, but you're doing a lot of great stuff with Betches. What is the, you, you guys are doing a lot of charity work, which is great. Yeah. So, um, we have started doing like, obviously everybody's doing Instagram lives and everything, but we decided to, um, you know, use our reach with keeping distance. So we started, um, a charity called the good influence fund and it's Mm -hmm. for Corona relief. And we're raising money for four different organizations and all the money that we raise goes divided equally into those four different organizations. Uh, we've raised over $50,000 so far. And we had an Instathon live where we talked to a bunch of you know celebrity guests and uh, raising money that way. But we're also starting a virtual dating show. This is what we want to get to. So, <laughs> right. but it, but listen, the the reason I love that you guys are the way you're doing the charity stuff is because right now so many people are look not there are a lot of people in need, but there's also a lot of people that are looking to help. So it's hard to know who can be trusted and who, what organizations are best to put your extra dollars, your helping dollars towards. So the nice thing about what Betches is doing is they've vetted four organizations that they know are related to Betches and related to the audience that loves their brand. So I think that's great. If anyone has the ability to help, Go for it. I'm sure. Is it in your, you have links yes. up and all that stuff? You can go to betches.co slash donate. That's all. Okay. Betches.co slash donate. And all of your money will go straight to these four organizations. And yes, we have vetted all of them. So you don't have to do all, any of the research yourself, which is great. Always the best. Um, so now day one of the quarantine, you're going to break it. I, 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 if you don't mind, I no, think I this is a helpful conversation to have to hear from from you because I would, you know, you're a confident, beautiful girl that a lot of people like, you know, woman that people like look up to, I'm sure, and see you, you're a public person. So they saw yeah. your relationship. They saw, you know, the pictures of you guys hugging and might think like, you know, if it was it a shock to you, did you see it coming? Um, No, I didn't really, to be honest, I did not see it coming at all, which, uh, really that really threw me i i feel yeah. like i'm pretty good with like intuition and feeling like oh like shit's getting weird like something's about to happen but i he's pulling back yeah 
I did not see it coming. And then, um, but were you guys it, were long distance too. Yeah, we were long distance too, which also has been really weird with the breakup because then I, I don't have that support system, not only with me, but now I don't even have them to like talk to, which we yeah. usually were doing. So that was that was a lot. But I've gotten so many people that have reached out to me and they're like, hey, I went through a breakup as well over quarantine. And like, do you have any advice? I mean, so many people have reached out about that. And yeah, that because I've got been really I've got, cool. I've gotten a ton of those emails. And like, I, you know, I can only give like the like the first of all, you have to like I think the worst when someone you have a breakup is when no one acknowledges that it sucks. Like it yes. sucks, you know, it one sucks. less. Yeah. So like, that's okay. I think it's okay to sit in the suck. You, I mean, you said for two weeks, what were those two weeks like? Yeah. The two weeks were really rough. Like I didn't, um, I was like having trouble sleeping and I think a lot of people were having trouble sleeping as it was just because like I wasn't, I was doing about a hundred steps a day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wasn't <Yeah>. like, <laughs> I wasn't active at all. So I was struggling to sleep, but then, you know, going to bed and like, you're thinking about all of these different things. Like, um, what did I do wrong? Like, at what point did this like start? Like, what was the breaking point for him? You know, answering all these questions that uh, you can't answer yourself, you know, and and, and, um, and, you know, you know, the the worst breakups are the ones where he can't answer those questions. Yeah. Like, I, I know, like, as a as a guy who's ended relationships and also been dumped myself, but I've been on both sides of the, those aisles. Um I have been asked, like, when did you know? And it's like, that's a really tough question to answer. There's no, yeah. there's usually no, no moment. Like, did you try and get those answers? Well, we, um, we met, uh, this was literally like, we spoke on the phone and like, we tried to get, I, I was going to ask him all of these questions, but then I thought to myself, like, why am I hurting my own feelings? What does it really matter at this mm. point? Because I mean, we're broken up. So why am I going to hurt my own feelings and get these questions answered that probably aren't even like real answers anyways? And also, who is he to tell you? Like you, 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 you said a sentence that I hear a lot in this show. It's like, what did I do wrong? You didn't yeah. do anything wrong. You, you, you were just you and that's okay. Like, you know, like, and who is he to say what's right or wrong? Like just because you dated them doesn't mean they're the arbiter of who is right and wrong in a relationship exactly yeah so um that was pretty like the first couple weeks were pretty rough but then i sort of had this um mindset and like to the people that have been reaching out this is what i've been telling them so hopefully it's not like shit advice but i've been thinking like you know when you go through a breakup usually in like normal circumstances the initial thought is to like, I'm going to go out. I'm going to black out. I'm going to like hook mm. up with whoever, you know, numbing yourself from all of those different um, feelings that you, you sure don't want to have to feel. You're pushing it. You know, it's like taking your feelings and being like, I'll take care of them down the line. You're procrastinating on d- living in the feelings. Exactly. So I think, I think, that being in this sort of isolation, especially like I've been alone for the past like month and a half. So I think being alone and like forcing yourself to feel all of these things and like be really fucking upset and like cry and be angry and go through Mm -hmm. all of that without having, you know, the instant I'm going to get hammered. I mean, I have been like, I'm going to go out and like meet guys and this and that and really sort of shield that those feelings. I think when I come out of this, ideally I 
will be way more ahead than I actually would have been. I would have like cut the yeah. healing process in half. Yeah, because you're forced to look in the mirror to talk about it to evolve what went yeah. wrong, what what could I have done better? What what could you know, not even what could you have done better in the relationship. I did this a lot where a relationship would end and I would go, "Okay, how did where did I go wrong to not see in myself um the moments where I could have been better, could have been a better boyfriend or could I have stopped this from getting more serious when I didn't want it to get serious in the first place. That was my thing where I was like, yeah, man, why am I going down this road? You know, with a lot of my relationships, why am I going down this road that gets to a place where one person is more serious than the other? And it's like, how do I stop that from happening? Well, how do I, you know, so I, I, it, it, I think it's what you're saying is good. I think a lot of people like you have to look at the positive because there's no other way. Like you're in an apartment. How do we like work through this? And then, you know, you'll get, you'll get out and you'll be out there. Exactly. I mean, I on to be like, so honest, I already feel, I mean, That's so great. much better. And, uh, I think, I also think the distance has helped. Um, I mean, just because he's not here anyways, it's not have, like he's in the city and on the street, whatever. Have you unsubscribed on social media? How is the social media? Yeah, been? I am not following him on anything. And we're friends on Facebook, but like, who gets on Facebook? Fine. Yeah, 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 of course. But we're not, I'm not following him. I know he's still following me. <laughs> uh, um, but <laughs> <laughs> the small wins in life. Yeah, the small wins. But, uh, but I, it's just, I think, honestly, I think that's better. I actually don't even find myself checking his account really. Mm. Um, just because, I mean, I also, to be honest, this is my first real my first real relationship as like in the social media realm, because my last boyfriend that I had, it was before I started working at Betches. Like yeah. I had, I didn't have any followers. I wasn't really like it. I wasn't in this at all. And so this sure. is the first like breakup and sort of like, I'm getting DMS from people being like, what happened? I thought you were with blah, 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 like sure. commenting on all then, my stuff. And then they have some idea of your relationship that it's not even the real thing. Did yeah. you, you know, what's interesting I think about breakups in this time is that you kind of have to have a press conference. Like you, like even someone with no following and you have a following, you have people that follow you and, and, and like what you do. So, like, did you feel the need to, like, let those people know or did well, you have to, like, how, like, I'm a, I am I keep thinking, like, if Jess and I broke up, um, which I have no plan on doing or have no thought of doing, but I, I do think, like, um, man, I would have to undo a lot, you know, uh, 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 like, I'd have to have some, like, why are you, mo like, because, and, and it's not to say anyone gives a shit about my life. But I've put my life out there. So yeah. it, it's like, you know, uh, so much of this um, social media stuff is about being transparent and being honest. Like, that's why when we see someone who's not necessarily honest, people attack them because they feel like, oh, man, I, I was involved in the show from the beginning. And then to hear the show was just a dream. Like, oh, the show was just a show. I, this isn't a, this sounds self-important, but it isn't like you're just like, OK, I can't I can't be like, oh, I like this coffee this morning. Well, <laughs> I had like a month ago I was living with my girlfriend and now I'm not, you know. Right. Yeah. No, I um, I I talked about it on my 
my podcast. So I have a podcast called The Bachelor, which you've been on. Yes, before. of course. Everyone go listen to The Bachelor. I love The Bachelor. Yes. So um, I talked about it on my podcast like the week after it happened, just because um, those people were very invested. I talked to, I made jokes about like, you know, my boyfriend and this and that. Like, it was like a running gag. So I brought it up on that, but I kept it pretty lighthearted just being like, yeah, Matt and I broke up. Yeah, this really sucks. But, um, you know, maybe some, maybe for The Bachelor now, you know, making like sure. light of it. I don't want to drag like drama into it, but I did need to let them know. But I would get like even now um, I'm still getting a bunch of comments from people. And um, what are the comments? I don't understand. Like, well, some what comments even- are like, um, wait, did you and Matt break up? I thought you had a boyfriend or it was like uh, one of them was, man, I was really rooting for you guys. And I'm thinking I'm like, yeah. not me too, but <laughs> Well, it, 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 it's it's so interesting because it's like, you know, nobody knows, you know, nobody knows what their neighbor's relationship's like. Nobody knows what, even if you say, nobody knows what any, all of us are looking on Instagram being like, well, they look like they're happy. And it's like, you have no idea. You have yeah. no idea what's going on or who's going on or what the issues in the relationship is. And it's been said a thousand times, but like Instagram is like one shot of your happiest moment. And it's like, I I do try to put like, like I do try to joke around about the things that become fights in my relationship because I want to be honest and I think that's funny. Like oh, yeah. I think that's like, th- you know, cathartic. But um, it does, you know, like I know I'll make a joke about like, you know, like I know that something will happen and then Jess will look at me and go, you're going to tweet about this, aren't you? And I'm like, yeah, I have to. This is this is ridiculous. Yep, yeah. on my way. <laughs> like, like she, I peed on the seat and then she goes, um, what are you doing? And I, and looks in the back and I go, what? And she goes, you all over the seat. Don't you know to like, and I go, I'm sorry. I walk in, I take a tissue, I wipe it up. And then I go, all right, you're on your way. Have fun champ. And then I walked out and she's like, angry. she's like, what are you, this is ridiculous. And I'm like, and then I'm like on my phone, like tweet, 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 you know, like thinking that it's like yeah. the funniest thing in the world. And she's like, that's fucked up. Like, no, I don't need people to know that. Like, cause she's a normal person who doesn't want right. people to know that. Like, and so, you know, most normal people don't want you to know like, Oh, my life involves pee on the seat. You know like, you know what? Sometimes we pee on the seat and that's the so, fucking tea, you know, that's it. <laughs> and that's it. No, I, uh, I definitely, I like, I would talk about him more on the podcast. I'd post about it on my Instagram, but it wasn't over the top because I mean, we weren't in the same place. I would sure. post, you know, I would post pictures of mostly of me. And then like with my friends, I have a lot of guy friends that I would post pictures with. And, um, and then obviously I would put up ones of Matt and I every once in a while, but we weren't in the same place. And I wasn't going to like, you know, collect an album of all these pictures just so I can upload them at any point in time. Yeah. And, um, so yeah, I mean, I, I get how, uh, I get why people wanted to know and I get why they feel confused or they're like, like you haven't given all of the information to them. Like one girl was like, you should post, um, somebody said something like you should have made an announcement about this. And I'm like, I don't know if that's necessary. It's (laughs) like, I'm not some A-list celebrity. That's like, please respect our privacy. Yeah. Like I, I, it's a weird thing. I do understand why they would say that. Yeah. There's, but I do understand why you're like, that's ridiculous. I understand both. It's it's a it's a weird new issue that we all have to figure out because even if you have 500 followers, there is the thought of like, 
well, I've po- you feel embarrassed. You're like, I posted all this stuff of us together. Look at, I look like such a fraud. And it's like, no, right. it isn't. You're not a fraud. You're not a fraud for having lived and loved. Like, that's a great, yeah. beautiful thing. So now you're trying to get back out there. Tell people the way you're getting back out there. <laughs> so I started out like, I started out very, um, you know, I got on a dating app. I downloaded a dating app. Uh, that was honestly my first fucking thought was like, oh, my God, I have to start dating again. It's like it's that so like, funny. Hit me like the, the female, a breakup happens and a guy's like and his friends are like Tinder, uh, Bumble. It's all happening. You're back out there. You get the apps. It's going to be fun. A girl ends a relationship. It's like. Oh my God. And now I have to fucking receive a thousand penises and deal yeah. with the fucking assholes and try to break through the machismo and the beat the bullshit to actually get on a date then have to date a guy for three weeks and then realize that that guy who doesn't even want to be serious after three weeks. So now you have to, he has to tell you that he thought you were going to be serious. Right. And it's like, now you have to go through the whole Nightmares. rigmarole nightmare again. Yeah. That, that was my, that was my first initial thought was like, fuck like shaking as i'm downloading this app like writing in my profile i'm like yeah. i don't know what do i like to do in my spare time um but yeah and so it feels started, like bullshit because you've gone to the beginning of the video game you're like i've done these levels before yeah like i know like i know this i've been in new york for eight years like i've been on every app i've dated every guy like uh, now what so i well it is funny that like a guy wouldn't think that way a guy gets out of a relationship is like, I only dated four women in this city. I can't wait to meet the rest of them. And like a woman gets out of a relationship. She's like, I've dated every one of these idiots. Yeah, everyone. Yeah. And so um, the best part is that like when I was on like the dating apps and I'm looking at them, I uh, I've seen guys that like I'm running into guys that I have matched with years like before this relationship. And They're I'm like still there. What? You're back at the party and like, the guests haven't shit. changed. Yeah, that happens. I remember getting out of relationships and being like, I guess I'll download this. And then you see you're like, you're still here. You know, same like, photos, yeah. same photos, everything. <laughs> and then, of course, you match because you're like, oh, my God, it's, uh, you look familiar. And I'm like, OK, welcome well, back. <laughs> yeah. So um, I started that. And then my uh, the co-founder of Betches, Sammy, she texts me one night at like 9 p.m. She goes, are you awake? I have an idea. So she called me and she was like, what if we do like um, sort of like a virtual dating, like online dating show, sort of like The Bachelor, because The Bachelor's not we don't know when The Bachelor is coming back. Sure. R.I.P. Um, she was like, what if we did something like that where it's like we get guys to submit and, you know, we could do it on Zoom. And so we brainstormed a bunch of ideas. And so we came up with the show called The Feeling is Virtual. Okay. And um, what we're doing right now is we are casting um, 12 guys from we started in the tri-state area and then we we're so like, Fuck it, let's open it up to nationwide. So you're involved in the casting. Well, I, well, I, I am involved in the casting, but only sort of like to say this is how we're doing it. I am not picking any of the guys. Okay, so how, also, how many? I have am you the got, Bachelorette. <laughs> I know the, you're the Bachelorette. <laughs> this is so. How is it going to work? You're going to get 12 men. 
Okay, so um, it starts off, we're releasing actually our first episode this coming week on the 29th, I believe. And it'll give okay. you like all of the details on it. But it's me and then Fat Carrie Bradshaw, who's going to be our host as uh, Crystal Harrison. Okay. And um, we will start off with uh, a Zoom call of the 12 guys that we end up picking. And um, at the and he'll like in Chris, Crystal Harrison uh, will you know, navigate this date and like ask them questions, have them ask me questions, you know, sort of like coach our way through this whole thing. It'll be recorded and then we'll put it up. Everything will go up on IGTV. So, so we're going to watch you date the 12 guys uh, and they're all going to be on this virtual call. So yeah, it'll be on zoom and um, that's what the group date will be. And at the end of the first group date, I will ask two guys to leave the chat Mm-hmm. And then I will pick one guy that I like the most from that group date. And we will have a one-on-one on Instagram live the next day. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And then, and, and then, then so and on then, and so and forth. And so on and so forth. And okay. And um, once we get to, to like quote unquote hometowns, um, we're going, I'm going to have three guys and they're going to meet my parents via zoom one at Love a time. It. Okay. <laughs> And then I know. And so and then the once we get down to the final two, uh, the way that we're going to announce the winner is I'm going to go live and um, they'll both request to go live with me. And whoever I choose to go live with me will be revealed. I I love it. So we'll be following along. It's called The Feeling is Virtual. It's going to be all on betches on starting on the 29th, you said. Yeah, starting on the twenty. Well, starting on the twenty ninth is the first episode, but you can still submit for casting. Oh, um, we still haven't figured out the guys. No, the guys have not been picked yet. The first episode with all of the guys will be on um, May first. That will okay. be aired, or no, May first. Yes, yeah, when the contest starts. So you have until I think the twenty ninth to apply. So next, okay. I don't know what the twenty ninth is, but so dudes out there, if you're looking to, you know. This is your way to cast. Yes. Betches.com slash casting and <laughs> you fill out the application. Um, I feel like I'm watching the commercial. It's like, if you'd like to be a part of The Bachelor. If you, you were can, someone you know. <laughs> yeah, you were someone you know. So if you were someone you know is out there, Kay is waiting for you. So I'm waiting I, for you. I, I'm pumped for you. I'm happy you're back out there and you're happy and you're drinking White Claws and life is good again. <laughs> We are sponsored people. The J Train podcast is brought to you by Brook Linen. Bringing comfort into your home is the ultimate form of self-care, and now more than ever it's important to take care of yourself and each other. You spend a third of your life in your sheets, why not make it insanely comfy? Brook Linen puts comfort first with bedding, towels, shower curtains, bath mats, and even loungewear that makes you feel like you've never left bed. These days, it's never been harder or more important to get a good night's sleep. Brooklinen will help you create a bedroom oasis that's perfect place to escape. And starting Wednesday, April 29th, Brooklinen is offering their biggest sale yet. The birthday sale will have everything from bedding to towels to loungewear on sale at savings you can't sleep on. I am a huge Brooklinen fan. My whole bedroom, I just moved to a new apartment. The whole bedroom is all Brooklyn. And um, what I will say to you right now, we're seeing the importance of our homes and how uh, living in them and, be, you know, now you're, you know, you're stashed away. It's just not the time to have okay sheets. You want to have the best because 
Listen, you're quarantined. You're stowed away. You might as well make the situation as good as it could possibly be. And that's why I'm so happy with my Brooklyn and Sheets. And what you do is you get them, you throw them in the wash, and you make your bed. And it's like getting into a spa. It's really a nice moment. So I would tell you, if you like softness, comfort, essentials to keep you relaxed, uh, Brooklyn has it all. Brooklyn.com is the perfect place to find all the comforts of home. And they're so confident in the product though. All their sheets, comforters, loungewear, and towel come with a lifetime warranty. The birthday sale kicks off April 29th. And if you, you and you don't want to miss it, get their biggest savings of the year on sheets, bedding, towel, loungewear, and their newest hammam and linen connections. Collections. I guess it wouldn't be a linen connection. I'm not connect. It's a linen collection. And if you can't wait, you can get 10% off your first order and free shipping on all the new sheet right now when you use promo code JTRAIN. 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 Only at brooklinen.com. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. Brooklyn and everything you need to live your most comfortable life. We're gonna, Let's do some emails. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Podcast at gmail.com Podcast at gmail.com send them in send them in we're getting so many emails he's gonna say i love you but our relationship issues are paused not existent not non-existent yeah feather feather i'll get straight to it i've been seeing a guy for seven months and it's been great i love being around him he's a fantastic guy he's going to say i love you and i can feel it he keeps saying, I really like you, or I more than like you. And I'm panicking because we have had one consistent issue that quarantine has paused. He doesn't have a job. He originally didn't look for another job because he was enjoying time off, she puts in quotes. But then I told him I needed to be with someone who was going to have a career and be able to pull their weight in the relationship in the future. I'm ambitious and always look for my next move career-wise. We never seemed to be, he never seemed to be looking that hard, but he had an interview scheduled before this started and the position got postponed for quarantine. I need to see his career dedication before I can trust him to be ambitious and an equal financially and career, an equal financially and career-wise. I've been a bit, I've been bit by, by lack of ambition in the past partners. Is it dumb that I'm so stuck on his lack of job? I do love him, but I know the job thing is a potential deal breaker, so I have that, the reservation in the relationship. Is it bad to tell someone you love them when the reservation is still there? Or if you lo uh, love them, say it. It feels like a promise when it's said in a relationship, and that's what's scaring me. Sincerely, I can't support him on my salary. Uh, what do you think? I mean, I mean, I get it. Uh, yeah, the whole like career thing, it's just so hard right now because I know there's like a lot of people that aren't, you know, able to work this and mm -hmm. that. But I mean, I also want somebody that is going to be, you know, actually going out, getting their resume, getting their shit together and working. It's not even about it's it, it, this email can get bogged down. This this question gets bogged down in dollar amounts which yeah. this is not about at all. This is about pursuit. Everyone wants to be with someone, or I, and you you and I yeah. seem to agree, but I would think, to me, I, I'm not going to speak for everyone who listens to the show, but passion and pursuit and ambition is an Drive, attractive. Yeah. Drive, that's an attractive thing that I think a lot of us want in a partner. It, or let me say it, better 
all uh, that is a part of the pie chart of what you're allowed to judge someone on. Yeah. Like, like, like it's like, like this comes up a lot with like, should a guy pay for dinner? I'm not going to tell a guy he should or shouldn't pay for dinner. I'm also not going to tell you whether that should be attractive or unattractive to you. So this right. is in, in that, in that camp, the same goes with ambition. I'm with her. I wouldn't. And, and, 100%. To me, and, and what the quarantine has done. It's interesting when, when weeds start to get legalized, um, all these like potheads became scientists and then when when the quarantine <laughs> oh, yeah. right and then when the quarantine happened the jobless became just like all of us like no yeah. one's you know like and and I, I've gotten kind of fed up I posted a, a rant the other day about people who say stay the fuck home who didn't have a job to begin with. Like, yeah, easy for fucking you to say. You to say, right. <laughs> you I know. know. So, so, it's, it's, so why don't you go talk to someone who, you know, who knows your past when, and those people are afraid to do that because now in this new quarantine land, everyone's jobless. No, 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 no. Some of us are busting our asses every day. The Hell problem yeah. I, would, I would have if I'm her is she's not really admitting that it's unattractive to her that he's doesn't have the ambition that she'd like yeah she has she hasn't told him right or she hasn't like mentioned it or she's just thinking it and like hoping he, it happens um she said i told him i needed to be with someone who was going to have a career and be able to pull their weight in the relationship in the future and he never seemed to be looking hard but he had an interview scheduled so i think she's let it be known but like now yeah. with the quarantine here's the thing like everyone should be a little worried about their work right now. Like, like there shouldn't be any, there's very few people on earth. Like this is going to be, this affects everyone, affects everyone. The tentacles are reaching out. So, you know, like to me, like I'm putting out more stuff every day, more stuff on the internet every day that I wasn't doing before, because in my mind, I'm like, I, I got to get ready to like, I got to extend the audience. I got to make the audience bigger so that I can, you know, be able to go tour when things come back, you know? Exactly. So it, it's like all of us are pivoting. If someone isn't pivoting, I think it's okay to be like, this is unattractive to me. Like he should be doing something right now. Shouldn't he? Yeah. And I mean, everybody is having to, you know, refocus their energy and figure out a different way. So it's like, okay, maybe, you know, the quarantine happened and uh, you're not able to apply for that job or that job is like being put on hold. It's like, okay, well, what can you do to, you know, um, adjust everything? If we're, if we're able to do like TV shows from people's homes, like SNL from like a million different locations and like full concerts and this and that, he should be able to figure out, you know, something to um, get himself ahead. So when the quarantine is over and when things start to, you know, try to go back to normal, he's ready or. Do you think it's okay to say I love you to someone where you have one like big red flag that's still inside of you? Because she does say at the end of this email, she's like, I love them, but is it bad to tell someone you love them when the reservation is still there? I think, like... I, I, I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's bad either. She's claiming that I love you is a promise. I don't think I love you is a promise. I think you can say right. I love you to someone. Like, I, I, I think in any relationship, you can love and lost. Like, that's... 
you know, that's okay. I, I right. think saying I love you doesn't mean, well, that means we're getting married. If that was the case, then, you know, everyone would be married. Where's my husband? Yeah, where's your husband? <laughs> like, where's he? Kay wouldn't be sitting here alone in quarantine. <laughs> so, so I, 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 I think it's okay to say I love you. I think it's also okay to, like, say I love you at the same time as, as working on your relationship. Yeah. And, yeah, and yeah, saying yeah. to him, hey, and, like, just because you say I love you doesn't mean you can't say, hey, are you still looking for jobs? Like, do you care enough to look for jobs? Do you care enough to have a career so that we can move on in the relationship? Some people will not do the career stuff so that they don't have to grow up otherwise. It becomes yeah. their excuse. So that could be true, too. You could still love that person and say, hey, I love you, but I need to find a better match for me. Yeah, I think I think I mean, I don't think she should like reach out and be like, hey, like, how can I help you, you know, get, you know, find something to I'm very much a person that's like, okay, you're struggling with this. Like, how can I help? Like, what can we do to make this easier for you? Or like, can I help you come up with some ideas or, you know, giving him that sort of um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how a guy would take that. Like, I don't know if it's sort of like. Uh, emasculating if a girl was like let me help you figure out your no, life no I, I think I, I, I think I think it's not emasculating I think you offer the help but you don't push the help I yeah. think that's like a big part of it like I don't think like if someone said to me like hey like like I like I have the situation with Jess well Jess would be like well like if I'm like oh I feel so fat I just want to and she'll be like well let's go like let's go have vegetables and we'll make sure to no no more cookies in the house and I'll go that's not what I want you to say. I want you to say, no, you look great. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> like, I'm not, I didn't come to you for fucking uh, health tips. I wanted you to say, no, nah, we'll get it tomorrow. We'll be fine. Like I, I so like you, uh, and that takes, you know, time and that takes arguments and that, but that's two people. No one's ever going to be on the same page right away. Yeah. J train. Oh, go, go ahead. I'm sorry. No. Yeah. I mean, I think that's, I think it's just one of those things where it's like, he needs to figure out um, what he's going to do to better himself during all of this. And she, I mean, if she wants to, then offer it. But if not, then I, I don't know what to say. We are sponsor people. The J train podcast is brought to you by Scentbird. A great scent is like a great accessory. It can be, it, it can being a whole look. It can being, it says being, it should be, it can bring a whole look together. Fragrances create lasting impressions because smell is so linked with memory. If you want to make a lasting impression, use Semper to discover your signature scent. I uh, had Semper send uh, Jess a few different scents and she loves it. Uh, every day she smells delicious. Does that sound creepy to tell a woman she smells delicious? Not if you've moved into a home together. I'll tell you right now. I love what Scentbird is doing because they've, they saw a problem. They were like, oh my God, the fragrance industry is out of control. You have to buy one scent and it's going to last you the rest of your life. Or then you have to go buy another one and you're paying for you know Johnny Depp to wear extra scarves in a commercial. So what Scentbird did is they took all these scents and they were like, listen, Take what you don't sell. We'll put them in 30-day cartridges, and we'll sell them at a better price for uh, a different type of audience, one that doesn't care about what it looks like on the shelf, and one that wants to spread themselves around. Semper is great because it, it lets you discover new fragrances without buying an entire bottle. 600 luxury brands, Versace, Gucci, Tom Ford, 
Kenneth Cole, Burberry, and Prada. Semper keeps those compliments coming month after month. You get a 30-day supply and a travel-friendly, refillable case. Plus, they have products from other categories, skincare, wellness, and makeup. They carry brands such as Kopari, Glamgo, Glow Recipe, Tarte, and more. Oh, it's Tarte? Why don't they just spell it Tarte? I know you're, you know, it's beauty, so they're going to make it sound high-end, but okay. Listen, all of this is to say that you can get the right amount of fragrance or skincare or makeup that isn't going to break your wallet and you can have the right amount. We have an exclusive offer for JTrain listeners. Get 30, 30, 30, 30% off your first month today. That's only $10 for your first fragrance. Go to scentbird.com slash JTrain. Use my promo code JTrain for 30% off your first fragrance. Again, that's S-C-E-N-T bird.com slash JTrain to sign up. Use my promo code JTrain to try your first perfume or cologne for just $10. Sign on. Smell amazing. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Kay Brown at York City. Go follow. Go follow. She's got an amazing... I'm, I'm so excited for this this uh, this dating adventure. The feeling is the virtual. Most, the feeling is virtual. The most dramatic uh, Instagram live yet. Yeah. <laughs> losing good connections because of covid will i miss out on more good dudes if i keep being too chill you ready yeah ready long time listener and big fan hi shelby and guest i can't believe i'm writing in at this time because up until last saturday i was one of those people who was killing it during covid i am still making money through side hustles i'm healthy and i have been conversing here and there with dudes last january i met a a guy on tinder and we hit it off we weren't able to go on a date until february due to work and international travels ah the good old days of flying our date was awesome best of the year and and we talked afterwards and agreed we should continue to get to know each other our convos were taken over by uh talk of masks and quarantining and he stressed uh serious uh He stressed how seriously serious this was. My schedule has been happily stacked with work and helping people with groceries, donating, and other new hobbies. I did continue to match and talk with other dudes online, but I always had the thought, I can't wait for me and this guy to go on another date when the quarantine is lifted. Our text chats were super brief and just mental checkups. He tried calling me on March 27th, I was in a crazy t- but I was in crazy town. You know, grocery store where everyone was losing their minds, and so we phone tagged and never got to chat. On the Graham story feed, he uh, responded with emojis, Two to three times, I posted a visual of myself, birthday uh, donations request, donating blood. So there's always a tap tap or some sort of reach out. Throughout this time, I had wanted to chat with him before, uh, more, but figured he was losing his shit because he's self-employed and both his companies are not happening at the moment. I just thought that was happening. Okay. Our last correspondence was last Monday where he responded to a photo of him uh, of food from our date. He commented and ended with, I miss you too, G, uh, which I took. He missed my company and banter, not declaration of love or anything crazy. Saturday comes and he posts three photos and one of... And one is of him with a girl, both wearing masks on a beach. Second photo of her with flowers, different outfit. And then a photo of her nails. I asked him if he was seeing someone. He responded, yes, it just began. I thought, wait, I thought we were talking. You weren't self-quarantining? Oh, she's, uh, she's, 
She mentions uh, she's Korean like him. I don't know if that matters. I get it. And my ego hurt because uh, I was expecting uh, expected him to be there after this to go on another date. I wasn't mad at him. I think he's a great dude. And unfortunately, due to COVID or just they maybe had a better connection, I it didn't work out for me. So I sent him a note saying, I'm sad you're dating someone else. I wish you the best of luck. Take care. He said we should be good friends. Um and then I deleted them off my socials because I don't need to see their love grow during COVID, especially since I've been in such a good headspace. After reading this, do you think I should be more proactive with guys I'm talking to during quarantine? Should I be going on six feet apart dates? I was trying to be chill, but I also wasn't, uh, d- don't want to miss out on another good connection because of COVID. Also, this guy kept asking my age and saying he didn't care and I would deflect. A new guy asked me my age as soon as we went to phone text. What would a new good answer be without revealing my age? I'd rather date a guy guy on a date with me, see if there's a connection, and then tell him on my second or third. My eggs are fine. I test them. I'm 41. Uh, Here's my photo. Do I really need to reveal? If Shelby has time, he can. All right. So what do you think of this? email she looks great i'm looking at her picture yeah. she actually um so do you have any thoughts on this well i mean with the whole i've also been like uh you know matching with guys on dating apps and this and that throughout uh quarantine and it's really hard to keep this keep it going yeah you know what i mean because like you can only do so much when you haven't met in person so you don't really have that initial um you know, real connection or whatever. But you said they met before. They met before. It took until February to go on a date. And then she was doing great with her whole uh, quarantine, thinking that like they were going to get back together afterwards and they're checking in on each other. And then all of a sudden he does a big Instagram post of her, him with the girl and all this stuff. I, 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 I have a few things. The first is about the age. You should reveal your age. I, yeah, I think I don't I, think that's I, a problem. I, I I I think saying yeah I'm forty. It sounds better to me. I would much rather say how old are you? And you go oh I'm forty one. I'll go oh okay cool. Then to have then for me to say how old are you? And you go uh, I don't really reveal that. Then I'd be like oh this is a real issue for her. Yeah. Then it gets weird and like you feel like so when it is revealed that you're forty one, it feels like it's a like a bigger deal than it actually is. Well, well, everyone has baggage and, and, and some baggage is very light. Like your age. It's not that big a deal. Some baggage is I got three kids. Okay. That's a little bit heavier. Some baggage is, Oh, I have a debilitating addiction, you know, and that's a little, but here's the thing. Everyone has that baggage. It looks, it's always better to, uh, if I asked you, hey, are you holding two pieces of luggage? And you were like, I don't have any luggage. I'd be like, oh, you're a crazy person. Right. But but if you look at someone and go, hey, what's in your luggage? And you go, oh, it's a little age and it's a little kid. And, you know, sometimes I I had to stop drinking. Then you go, oh, okay, this person has a handle on it. This person has a handle on reality. Yeah, and knows and is like not afraid to talk about it and is open about it. I, I would like that way more. And I understand she's afraid that someone hears, oh, you're 41 and then goes and then backs away or makes assumptions. And it's like, you can't drive other people's buses. You right. can't do that. And the, and the more you try to do it, the more you're going to be disappointed later down the road. That's why, you know, if I went on a date with a girl and I still know her age, yeah, I'm going to go meet the person who's 
being vulnerable and you know and and texting with me like a normal person that will reveal their age so i, I like the one thing that she does that i i think is a issue is blaming this loss on covid this is you guys didn't yeah. stop dating because of covid this guy didn't um meet someone else because of the quarantine you and him are not the match he felt a match with someone else i think what he did wrong the the asshole move that he did was more that he would just act like you two like i think it's okay to be like are you seeing other people i, I would never assume that after one date someone is just seeing me oh yeah I mean, no, or waiting to come back to me. I hope they don't assume that after one date, I am only seeing them. Yeah. And I think it's okay. Like to even say, like she says about being chill, like it's, 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 it's totally normal to go, Hey, I'm feeling like, I think the one thing that seems counterintuitive that she didn't do, but she should have done. If I'm looking back is to say, Hey, I'm enjoying that first date was so much fun that I've kind of put dating on the side for now. I want to make sure that you're on the same page. And if you're not, I totally get that because I'm probably getting ahead of myself, but I'd rather know than not. Yeah. And, then, and that's a difficult conversation, but at least he says to you, well, I, I, I'm, I'm going on dates still. I'm not self-quarantining. Like, it seems like he like let, he was like blissfully naive you know, like he was like, for sure, uh, you know, like I don't fault her for being had by this situation, but I do, un- you know, she could have said more. And you can't really like you said before, like you can't blame it on COVID or like, you know, all of this stuff. Like he met somebody else. You guys aren't a match and that's fine. And one of the things that I know, I know you you and I have talked about this before, mm. but like if a guy is into you like this, won't COVID won't stop it. No, like no, he's no, no, gonna no. he's gonna continue like talking to you, continue pursuing you, and like coming up with different ideas. Maybe you guys can't see each other, but maybe you can FaceTime more or this or that, or like you know do stuff like that to continue the relationship to grow, even though you're in this sort of situation. So I mean, yes, he was saying all these like weird things, like I miss you too or whatever, which was kind of a dick move. But I think it's just more of like he just wasn't into it as much as we thought, and. Yeah, and, and it's also like to blame chillness. Like I think, like if you, you know, nobody's chill. Nobody yeah. is chill. Like and like the idea, like I don't have a chill bone in my body. No, like not, not, and none of us do. And it's just to like fake like you were. Like you could you could say like, hey, I just want to make sure we're on the same. I think you know the answer to this is more vulnerability. Being afraid to lose what you don't have is really losing you you know, maybe getting more depthy with these people. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com here with K York city at K York city. Hi, Jared. This one's called matched with a friend. (laughs) Your podcast is one of the only things that makes me laugh these days. And I've told so many friends to tune in every day. Feather, feather quick question. I just matched with a guy on hinge who I'm friends with and have a crush on. He liked me first, and I matched with him. We've always had a bit of a flirtation, so I don't think it was just a courtesy swipe. What's the best way to start conversation officially acknowledging we're both into each other, especially since we can't really act in it right now? We currently text to check in about once a week, but want to build the, uh, this momentum as much as possible in the quarantine. What do you think of matching with a friend? I love the idea of a courtesy swipe. Do do you do that when yeah. you see a friend on there? What do you do? Okay, it, uh, it, first of all, it depends on the friend. Okay, because because I know like 
if it's a if it's a good friend i'm like oh lol like i'm gonna match with him like okay so you and i i mean this was like years and years and years ago mm. but i knew who you were like you had already worked with batches i like had just started and we were getting ready to do that brunch or whatever but i knew sure. who you were and i was like oh well i'm gonna match with him and i, I want to like you know say hi and that sort of a thing which is like I thought it was more fun, but there are like times when I've seen friends in there. I'm like, oh, yeah, I kind of think he's hot. I'm going to match with him, but you don't really know how to go about the situation. Yeah, I mean, you a, might as well just dive in and start flirting, especially if you keep it on the app. I think if you're keeping it on the app, I, maybe that's better. No, well, go explain that. I like that. I don't know, like, because it seems like um, because text messages, you can be, you know, you text your mom, you text your dad, you text your friends, you text your boss. But sure. keeping it on the app sort of has this vibe of like, OK, we're like, this is a flirting environment. Like, we're both here to find somebody. So if we're talking on this app instead of talking, you know, via text message, it kind of I'm to to me personally kind of gives it that vibe of, um okay, I'm into it because I'm sure. here. And, and also it's under the umbrella of this is um, flirty conversation. Yes, when you, absolutely. You, when you're when you're in um, like a dance party, you can't go, well, I don't want to dance. You know, you got to, you know, so you can't, you have to admit to the reality of the surroundings. And when you message over the dating app, now you're in the dating app surroundings. So you can't be like, well, how is mom and dad? No, 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 no. This is to talk about dating and talk about moving this forward. I, I agree with you. I think keeping it on that app and having some flirty conversation, that's a great idea. I think also like, I think she needs to stop thinking that they were friends before. Yeah. Like guys don't, uh, um, everyone is using these apps as kind of a, a uh, emotional crutch. We're all coping using device. it. It's a coping device to be able, well, to, to really know, like, you know, it's way harder to go up to your friend in a bar and be like, you look great tonight. I think we, you know, and start flirting with them. It's way yeah. easier to have the app go, hey, you two, you're attracted. Exactly. That's what the match means. It just means that you two are attracted to each other. So it's like, this is a subtle. This is. Oh, oh, oh my God. <laughs> but this app is to give you both the nudge to go to own a piece of their brain. So the thing you know in their brain is that they are attracted to you. That's yeah. what you know, plain and simple. So you should uh, live in that world. Hey, just and I would say to him, like, hey, we should. I would. I think the her best move is to write, hey, we should definitely get a drink when this is done. Absolutely, I totally agree with that because I mean, if you're thinking that, start at that. What's, yeah, just go for it because what's I mean, honestly, what's the worst that could happen? Him be like, no, I don't want to drink, and nobody's gonna say that. Well, well, also, also, it lets him know where you stand. Exactly. This isn't, you go, hey, funny seeing you here. We should definitely get a drink when this ends, and then that is you going, I'm here, legs wide open, ready to go, baby. And it's like he can't yes. look at that and go, there's no. And if he doesn't get the, if he doesn't 
act on that, he wasn't serious about it from the get-go. 100%. If he doesn't act on it, because then you'll go, well, maybe he was confused. No, 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 no. No one will be confused by, hey, we should definitely get a drink when this is over. Then Especially- you guys talk. Then you guys hang out. Go over text. Go over the app. But it, but if that's said in the beginning, now you're under the understanding of like, that's what I want. And if you don't want to make that happen, that's cool. But I've stated what I want. Exactly. And I think that definitely you're like you said, like establishes where where you stand and um, where things should go from there. So if he wants to pivot and be like, mm, maybe we I just did this because I wanted to like I just saw you on it. But if he's like, yeah, let's do it, then you can guys can take it from there and not have to feel confused about what's going on as much. Yeah, it, it's it's a tone setter. Yeah. You know, like it, it just lets everyone know, like everyone in this text conversation, this is where I want to be at some point. Mm-hmm. Podcast at gmail.com Podcast at gmail.com we'll do one more does that sound good Kay yeah I'm down awesome killing it at K York City this one I like it because it's on the same subject friends to feelings back to friends Jared love being able to add your podcast into my daily routine I'll get right to it I worked with this guy for over a year uh, and we first started off as good friends Things got a little complicated when we made out and both admitted we had feelings for each other. But since we worked together, he, we wanted to keep being just friends. There was still flirty and chemistry that would happen, but he always stuck to the story of not wanting to date coworkers. He ended up leaving the job and we still were very close. I brought it up one last time. The possibility of us maybe giving dating a try and he said he sees me as a really good friend and doesn't want to ruin that. Now I'm questioning if he questioning if he really had any feelings at all for me while working together or what his deal is now. Also, do you think it's possible to go back to just being good friends? Kay, what do you think? I mean, I think it I think it's possible to going back and being friends. I mean, as if you just made out or whatever, like and yeah, you had said you had feelings for each other, but I think I mean, if you're not, it's, act, it's I don't know. Definitely, it's definitely possible to going back to friends, but he has stated, she asked the question, and I think that the most important things to answer, I'm questioning if he had really had feelings for me while working together. Here's the answer to her question. He, women a lot of times want like in a black or white zone. Like yeah. is on a spectrum. So this guy... You got this guy's attracted to you. He wants to fuck you. He doesn't want to date you long term. So that doesn't mean he doesn't like you. That doesn't mean he doesn't think you're attractive. It just means he is only open to being casual with you. So what you what a lot of people do is they start as friends and that's a lie. That's two people lying to each other because yeah. they don't want to like get they don't want to get turned down. Then they have this makeout. And then the one one person's more into it than the other. The one person's like, so what do we do now? There's always the, one person more into it. Always. Than the other. And then the other person goes, Well, we work together. I don't want to ruin the friendship. I don't want to ruin this. I don't want to ruin that. And they they and the other person goes, Yeah, this friendship and work, you're right. And so you have one person using the excuse of work and friendship to get you to a place where they don't have to get more serious and make the decision yours. So she's just getting revealed the whole thing now. She's finding out now that 
Yeah, he liked you enough to fuck you. He never liked you enough to date you and make you the responsibility and have to deal with that at his workplace. And now that he's out of work, he's like, ah, you know, uh, we made out and that was fun, but I'm not looking to get in a relationship with this person. And then he's using work and the friendship to get out of it and not be a dick. And so I, I think when she's like, I'm questioning, he really had feelings for you, but it just wasn't. It was in the spectrum. It wasn't I want to date you, but it wasn't I want to I, I can't stand this person. Well, then I guess it's not even like, can you go back to being friends? Because like, were you friends in the first place? Not at all. That's the well, yeah. that's that's what happens that's, at the end of this tale is that you guys weren't really friends. He used friendship to get to know you and to flirt with you. And you might have, too. They both they both yeah. might have done that. So they both use friendship as this like disguise for like, but I'm really attracted to you. Like in in reality, like the dating app would have made this conversation if they had found each other on a dating app, it would have made it easier. Definitely would have made it easier. Right? Because they'd be like, oh, we should go get drinks. And then he'd be like, well, what about work? And you'd be like, well, we'll meet up late night. And it's like, then he would have gotten what he wanted or you would have said no to late night. Like, you know, then you would have seen the spectrum for what it is. At work, it's like, at work, it's an all or nothing play. It's we're together, we report this to HR or hey, we, or we're we shouldn't literally do this. not. Yeah. Yeah. I'm or so lucky I don't work with a bunch of guys because I would be like <laughs> fucked. <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. And it's tough to like figure out what's friendship, what's not friendship. I it, it's uh but I, I understand where she's saying where she's like, was I living in delusion? You weren't living in delusion. No. He was just using work and friendship as an excuse to get more Let serious. You down because, easy. Yeah, and, and and because also with the work people, there's no casual. It's either we date or we do nothing. And mm-hmm. it's like, or we're just fucking. And it's like, you said to him, what do we do with this? And he was like, well, it ain't going to be just casual. So I'm going to say we're too much of friends. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I would. It's tough. I, I also would like, if you're, if you guys if you don't feel strongly enough, like that strong enough to be friends with him and to put in this effort, then I like who fucking cares. Yeah. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. K. Thank you for coming on. This is fantastic. This is so fun. I love being on your podcast. I love having you on. Everyone needs to go follow K at K York city. Go listen to the bachelor. Fantastic podcast. I know we got a lot of bachelor fans. Go, go, go check out love is virtual uh the the feeling is virtual the feeling is virtual i'm sorry the feeling is virtual uh i'm gonna be watching i'll be watching (laughs) i'll be commenting you have any friends betches.com slash casting let's go if you or anyone you know would like to date k york (laughs) city (laughs) okay thank you again for coming on this was great thank you uh guys we'll be back next episode boom